0: This is the first time I've ever done this, well I guess, it, no, yeah, this is the first time I've ever done this. It feels kind of awkward, but it's fun. Now, here's a story. Oh wait, sorry, this is part three. I forgot because I didn't actually walk away, I just pressed stop and then I started recording again, but... I want to split up the files. And maybe keep things juicy and release things slowly. Or not, probably not, it's been, whatever, it's just part of it. Recognition of the aforementioned belief in the impossible and nothingness becomes another heroic attempt at establishing contact with reality where I learn to stop hoping and fully embrace misanthropy. Now, here's a story because all anyone wants is a nice old story with characters and progress, three parts, mood, tone, revelations... I was born in Maricopa County, Tohono Odom Land, where saguaros stand tall in sun crusted valley turned into a mad metropolis surrounded by javelina and coyote who eat upon the forbidden fruits of the desert. The doctor who forced my mother into a cesarean because they were all the rage at the time cut me in the cheek as he cut into her body. I had to get stitches immediately, probably before I nursed, but definitely after my umbilical cord was severed. Now, I have a nice scar forever and a complete aversion to authority of any kind. The final straw for my youth was when two of my baby teeth, which had had fillings placed in them, fell out, and I realized how much of a fraud the establishment really was. Why would you put fillings in teeth that were impermanent? This led me to believe that society as a whole is illogical. I also broke my nose at age two, pretending to be a superhero with the ability to fly off of couches, which my dad was supposed to facilitate, but at some point got distracted from his role in my superpowers, and I found the floor with my face. Now I live with a deviated septum and breath at half capacity, which I think has some impact on my mental abilities. My dad died from cancer. He got from the desert sun when I was nine. 13 days before Halloween. I took some time off of school and remember when I went back I was walking down the hall. Everyone was in class and a voice came over the loudspeaker announcing that I was back in school and my father was dead and that everyone should be nice to me. I haven't really ever been the same since he died, I mean I was developing anyways and probably wouldn't be the same as when I was 9, but honestly I haven't recovered from that situation yet. It is, though, it is as though I died then and was reborn as me now, but I have never learned to love my new self as I love like my own self. I just want to fight everything and hide from everything. Anarcho-Socialism seems to me to be the only sacred path for society to embark upon, much better, at least, than this classist, egomaniacal charade. I I would like to see what would be the evolution from anarcho-socialism, what would improve upon, because it seems like the end-all path to a utopian reality, but there is no ending with our species. We are insatiable. Apparently life has been a poor situation for a majority of our lot for quite some time. If anyone ever needs evidence, uh, just point to the European Diaspora, to this side of the world, that turned into a totally psychotic genocide that still rages on to this very day. I mean, what quality of people were they breeding over there what quality of life was taking place that led all of those people to leave their homelands and do what they did here to celebrate my release from the prison industrial complex and the school i ate a large amount of some somewhere around four or six grams of some strain of psilocybin mushroom mixed with some kind of pills. Volume or Vicodin or something dopey and pharmaceutical like that, and then I visited with the angels of death and truth. I spent an aeon in a bathroom with the red heat on that, which was for me a womb of blood in which the angels removed the veils of protection my mentations had placed on top of reality so that I might not be too depressed or too, dis- or too destructive because of seeing things as they were. I remember walking around the town at dawn as I came down when the light returned, and it all seemed to me as though some massive bomb had gone off and blown away about, which hid everything before, and I was in shock and disgust and gratitude. In the third month following this, I ascended into Flagstaff to be seated, at the right hand of the forest in those pine-drenched, sage-parched mountains. It's strange how long it took me to be born, to experience the liberties of life on earth. The metaphor of a desert, dry, sparse, gives only to those who know how to receive from it. Whereas in a forest there is so much abundance, one can't help but stumble into something good and nourish had I discovered what I found there earlier in my youth, it isn't healthy to think such thoughts. It's just that I always find myself so far behind. I was not truly alive until I discovered art and artists. People have always encouraged me to write, so I have continued, but I am terrible at it. You're still reading? Are you not bored? Are you not wondering when this will be significant? Where's the story? What happened to those characters from earlier? Will they return? Were they just excuses? Vehicles of poor prose? Well, you decide my worth. I will keep impressing symbols upon the blank page. That is my rule. Pan out from Joms Impros notebook. Joms is floating without gravity in a sitting position. Johns has been studying the context of humanity in regards to the universe and trying to write a book about it from outside of Earth, penning at a journal in the International Space Station which passes over this bioregion where I sit. It appears at night as a very bright, very fast-moving star which fades in about 20 seconds, slowly dimming out, leaving a trace of red before vanishing. I always hope it isn't actually the International Space Station, but instead is an alien ship that is finally going to save us all from ourselves. Kin Val, the first astronaut, astrologist in space, is enjoying time up there, finding that the Zodiac is real, yet real in the context of being an earthly Part of Kin's purpose is to make sense of the shapes that the Zodiac have because it is, it is so hard for anyone to see that crab, or that lion, or those two fishes. Kim wondered if there if maybe there weren't dimmer stars that are no longer visible, that could only be seen from space. Ken is looking past Earth towards the Sirius system through one of the larger viewing windows they put into the space station in order to help the astronauts feel happy. Ken hears a rustle, takes their eyes off of Sirius, and glances over at John's, who suddenly says, It is impossibly challenging because I don't have much to say, or I don't believe much in what I could say. I could expose strange curiosities, I could ask goofball questions like, What happens when an astronaut farts in their spacesuit? I could attempt to conjure a new doctrine of reality that tears apart every concept of modern thinking and replaces it with nothing or with something that might be a more accurate angle of perception. But that's been done. It is a typical space station style setting, narrow gray tones, Various objects calmly floating around, the darkness of space always everywhere, and earth always through one of the windows. Ken responds by saying, I have this strong sense in me that everyone actually knows the whole truth of it, although no one gives anyone credit for it. A lot of people claim we are all blind, we are all asleep, we are all unaware that we are God, and all... John says, I don't want to rant about my life or tell my stories in some dull, lucid, traumatic remembering. None of it has ever really mattered. Were it possible to count all the lives that have ever lived on Earth, it would become apparent that some individuated significant exists, only if it is applied to everyone, and even then, the amount of material that has been and will be is so massive that we wind up with a blur, of chaotic noise that is further confounded by the fact that everything that lives eventually decomposes and becomes part for part part of the earth again. A brief individuation returns to the whole for a while, only to become other individuations of which we are and are going to be and were. Envision all that has happened on Earth overlaid on itself. Ken rebukes Jones. We can only see from our fixed perspective. We use art as a way to escape this and end up revealing a little glimmer of actuality. The universe as a whole, which bears the impression of time, yet it is not compounding in its cumulative display. Or is it? Dom's took a moment to glance in the direction of Sirius, that curious realm out there which potentially is the origin of the dominant intelligence on Earth. I have missed out on good descriptions of the universe, by good I mean real. It seems we are fated to go on endlessly pretending like we've understood this existence, not consciously or intentionally, but arrogantly and foolishly. for All the science and philosophy and religions and spiritualities are always replaced by the newest Eureka, which all keep ironically leading back to the primitive conceptualizations of reality which, day in and day out, are made increasingly more difficult to understand. Intelligence continues to become an ever-growing parody of intelligence, can offer returning to contemplating space, looking for the way the Zodiacs actually got their strange forms. John said, So in trying to write a story, I have failed. Fiction entertains me, yet I cannot give it much time because all of these seemingly important sentences demand expression. There is an unerring desire in me to write something that would wake up its readers like a near-death experience. I want to rally the human race. I want to organize a worldwide strike. It won't end until we find unity. This has been said mostly to no one, as Ken was much more fascinated by the universe. They did say softly, out of respect, perfunctory will the wisp, always trying to penetrate the inner sanctum. funny to think of the conversations we get glimpses of but never really witness, like people passing by in cars or the invisible planets revolving around the stars in the sky. The universe has all sorts of strange consequences, like the result of a proper chair and a table in the life of a person who writes. How many books go unable to surface trapped beneath the ice? Cold blue clear water, the sun through the translucent frozen mass, Seeking, searching for a place to emerge, plants unwatered, paintings unpainted, equal rights create equal fights. Does the earth trip about all of the art that never made it through the ice? Life forms are algorithms born, conglomerated culminations of the universe's finite yet unbounded consequences. Kin Vaughn laughed into the distance, hit the record switch on the station's comm desk and said, For the record, May 24th, 2019, 4.32pm, the Big Bang is an illusion that has taken root far too deeply in the general mentation of our species. Beyond the audacity of claiming to understand the birth of the universe, if any, it is a clear fallacy based upon theosophy clouding the vision of self-proclaimed experts that conflate notions of unbiased objectivity while denying to themselves their error in avoiding their own personal subconscious biases, which coerce them into perpetuating a story that is clearly based on God, the creation myth, which is in fact a myth which clouds all of our minds as we peer into the potentially endless void and contemplate what is really going on furthermore I can say without a doubt based on simple observation of the universe that we are definitely not the only beings that exist my evidence is your evidence when night falls look at the sky those are stars with worlds surrounding them and beyond them all around forever and ever are more stars with more worlds surrounding them. I mean It is romantic to think that a god made the universe and the earth and all life on it, but what a boring, simplistic interpretation of reality. One planet with life amidst all of this? That's just too silly. There are so many things we do not have to define, let alone even perceive. It is already enough trying to go about this world unblemished. Funny to even mention that. In the end, we shall likely not get any further than a thorough comprehension of how important our perspective is, regardless of what it is, just such that our experience is sacred unto the bearer for having been it all. That hardly anyone can find these happenings wholly is proof, only that our world is very ill. The cause and the origin are old and buried beneath dust and winds, yet entirely visible in their current state of being. So why can't we see it? The earth is revealed completely in a tree, the way each season stacks upon and magnifies each season past. Nulls, burrows, branches, rot, bug burrows, the ground beneath rich and browned, tells the tale of all the leaves ever born up from hard soil the swirling grain it is all an ever happening composition this is life whatever meaning a tree bears is the extent of meaning entirely extending beyond the one being to the being's lineage the whole body carries all of those markings and this is true of everything this is earth and i think it is safe to say the entire universe amorphous in the limitless bounds that shift constantly off of their self, slowly to my short existence, imperceptibly steady to God, Kinval Val shut off the recorder and pressed send. Yet another of their psychobabble compositions for the poor scientists back home to decipher and question the state sanity of the crew. Joms enjoyed these dissertations. They were like parts of a radio show that will probably never be allowed to exist. John said, How does it appear without these words? How does it appear to a goose, or a robin, or a nebula, or a star, or an eagle, or a raven? No doubt we appear curious to them. Strange. I, sitting here, looking and pecking at this strange apparatus upon which I scribble my hand, never being able to say anything actually real, trying but having inherited... All of these languages by force rather than being gifted them by our places, by our lineage, by our woodlands, by our streams, by our indigenosity. We miss the mark. We fail to comprehend our own lives, our own true natures that matter everything else. King well. we Nod We are such so silly. Our language can bring profound revelations as equally as it can completely divide. And more often than not, it is the latter. Hard times indeed. Funny to even mention that. Nils Sorti, the orange tabby nestled in a periwinkle hedge, lazily looking about a half-sunny winter afternoon, shuts their eyes to purr. Opens them to a new sound, stares, comprehends, closes their eyes again. Joms, for some odd reason distracted by a visualization of an orange cat, thinking it must have been the arching rays of the sun that fired some associative neurons, says dazedly, I write because there are no villages anymore. I cling to a sacred past that has been all but swept away from this earth. We are all forced to make something of ourselves or accept the very mundane alternative. It does not good to be conscious of this. It ruins the air if it is just work, just in striving for power and privilege. It is resurrected by the stubborn will against the mundane, against being a minion to the diabolicals who bask greedily in the inheritance of this war-torn terrain is no middle ground. All is suffering. All revolutions have been stopped and they're turning or steered like cattle into carousels. Kin waving their hands to wipe away the notion. Draw the line between pessimism and truth. Nils, who had been tuned into this conversation all the while had finally made a strong a strong enough psychic link to John and said somewhat mischievously, I won't, everything is degrading, I watch it, I experience it, we all live together under a quiet looming catastrophe that has no beautiful path of expression to choose, except for the least likely reality in which human beings unite to revive the tree there will not likely be an extraterrestrial savor. And God has proven to be either non-existent or passive, perhaps malevolent, but most likely just another fanciful mutated concept of something that was once real but is now far deformed by the cancerous conceptions of modernity. Though there is something mighty special in the clouds, the moonlight, the sunshine, the river speak and its gorgeous jade flow, the cobbled stones and lucid hues of violets in January. I will not let those go unappreciated. The existence of the universe, of earth, of perception, those are holy to me. Those are God, if I ever could put a that word in its right place. The quiet woods and the rainbow scales of trout. The absurdity of music. I wish it could happen. I wish there could be a willful uniting to revive the holiness. To revive the glamorousness. The harmony. How delightful. I wouldn't have to hear cars obscuring the birds. Everyone humbled. True purpose, collective cooperation, villages, native tongues. Nails released Joms from the link, and Joms had to take in a deep breath. (sighs) Disoriented now, wondering what the purpose of a space station floating around Earth really was, missing home and the beauty of the planet but knowing that it was always disappearing to some new construction, some new need for resources, and that feeling way up there in space, looking at that big blue and green and brown and clouded marble of an immaculate conception, that the thing was finite already, and the species was unstoppable. That's the end of part three or part four, or whatever part it was.